This is the season of You Talk Show, where putting yourself first is always in season. Life is bound to suck at times, and that is why I made this space where you can learn tips and tricks to navigate the suck. In this space, we honor and grow through seasons of singleness, seasons of sadness, seasons of celebration, seasons of hope, and also seasons of nope. So go ahead, crack open a silt with your new BFF and life coach, Megan herself, me, and let's dive into today's show. Good morning, ladies and disappointments. I was like... (laughs) This yes. is the actual best thing I have ever read on the internet. Um, it's so true. As yeah. much as I love men, I often say, why are men far too often? Mm. You know, I think oh, sometimes, but good morning, ladies and disappointments. I feel like that's a great way to, to start the this show. Okay, there's four lines. Where did we get this? Okay, there we go. So um, I'll introduce you. And then, how do you want to be... I'm just going to say, well, how do you want to be introduced? Okay, I'll just wing it. You take it away. Perfect, perfect. I love this. I Don't worry. I do this all the time. It's safe. It's safe here. Um, So funny. I was thinking today on my way here, I'm like, it's so funny that you always say that I'm a vibe. You are a vibe. Because that whole podcast... I was trash, mind you, but the whole podcast, I'm like, it's all about the vibe. It's all about the vibe. You are a whole (laughs) ass vibe. Thank I think you. the time when I was like, oh, no, she is a whole ass vibe is when you posted that picture in the blue dress with the slits oh, and the thing. And I was like, yep. nobody can wear that. Like, <laughs> oh, like you have to be like you to be able to wear Absolutely. that. So I had to interest you. Hello and welcome to this episode of the season of You Talk Show. Today we have on a very special guest who is not afraid to embrace who she is. Hello and welcome to this episode of the season of You Talk Show. Today we have on a very special guest, Cynthia. She is what I lovingly refer to as a whole ass vibe. You probably have seen her on TikTok. I found out this morning that she was TikTok famous. Um, I literally had never been on her TikTok until this morning. I was like, 31,000 people? (laughs) What the heck? So she's on TikTok. She's on the gram, posting about all things. And I love, love, love watching her step into who she was really meant to be and who she enjoys being. So Cynthia, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Oh, I am so excited. So I want to just start off by chatting a little bit about your evolution over the past two years. So just a little backstory. Just I'll sum it up really quickly. Tell me if I miss anything. You were in a committed relationship. You had a child. He's adorable. And then when did you decide that you were no longer going to be in that relationship and that you were going to go do you essentially? Um, Honestly, it was kind of fairly recent after I had Carson. I felt like um, like having Carson kind of opened up my eyes to The possibility. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, it was just and I gave all my all my attention, all my love to my kid. And it just it took a toll on the relationship that had obviously already had its imperfections. So it was kind of just like the last straw. Um, And like we did try to work on it, but it just it wasn't it wasn't us. Yes. We're much better now. Isn't that crazy how you can be such great people separated, but Mm -hmm. together just everything is wrong and I, yes. I think that it's just so telling into who we really are, because when we look at someone 
and we think will be great for them or we look at someone and we wish we could be good right for them then we get them and then it's just garbage it's like this is a miss this is a miss why is nothing working nothing is wrong with you and nothing is wrong with them you're just not meant for each other and I love 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 that you were able to see that because some people see it and they stay yep and I think that again so many people feel trapped and stuck and so when you did leave I would say you were still like you were like a quarter of a vibe. Um, I feel like you weren't really in tune with your whole vibe yet. No. Um, but this is just me watching from afar. Everyone right. like a stalker. Um, and so then you ended up leaving the relationship. And then what happened? Um, I honestly, I dated a, kind of a lot. Well, that's normal. Okay, Which- so I want to talk about this just a tad. Because I think that there are two reactions when you go through a breakup. You either go fuck everyone or (laughs) you just fuck no one. And I feel like there are two clear paths. And I feel like it's really dictated on either you feel like you missed out on something, which you were with him for a very, very long time. Ten years. That's a long time. On and off. We definitely were not perfect. But But yeah, ten years. That's a long time. And so, I mean, you just want to go taste the fruit. It's acceptable. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So yeah, I kind of just um, explored my options for a little while. And it did, t- it took me probably two years to even realize that like, I'm okay. Where I like where I am, where I'm standing now. You're okay being alone. Yeah. And did you realize that you were okay being alone when you realized that you didn't need no man to financially support you? Absolutely. I think that I, I think that was the the pillar for me was when I was like, no, no, I'm good. I'm actually better. Yes. Thank you. I always say I've never, <clears throat> I've never been in a super bad depression being by myself. Okay. To in a relationship. But same. I was so depressed because I feel like I was never living up to the expectations that they yes. expected me to be. Yeah. And I was always chasing and chasing and chasing something that wasn't meant to be and something that I couldn't be. Mm-hmm. And it just gets tiring. And then you're tired and then you're exhausted and now you're a disappointment. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, just kind of snowballs. And when I, I will say I have been alone for almost two and a half years and I am now the happiest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And it has literally nothing to do. And I love that it has nothing to do with anyone. And I don't plan on getting in a relationship anytime soon. And I think that confuses people. Oh, uh, so bad. It really does. People don't understand it. They don't get it. They're like, but why? And I'm like, I- I'm good. I'm I'm happy. And I know I can support myself. And I know that no matter what happens, I've got me. And I feel like that's something that is not talked about enough. It's something that is not celebrated enough. And it's something that just enough people don't ever get to. Because we get mm-hmm. so caught up in buying the societal dream of oh like, God, yes. we need a house and a picket fence and a child and get married and all these things. And it's like, but what about my happiness? Like, what about me at my core? Yes. Because like, I'm meant to do something great. And maybe that doesn't involve anyone yet. Mm-hmm. Here's another Megan Stalker moment. <laughs> I am like the internet FBI, just in case anyone wants to I know. I love that. But you, I remember this photo and you <laughs> said, new relationship, new job. One of only those is standing to this day. Bless America. Okay. <laughs> yes. And it's the one that I'm glad, you know, because I think you stepping into this new job really allowed you to fully find people who accepted you and yes. celebrated you. Yes. And also built you up. And I think that that is an environment that is is needed for growth. And I, did you ever think starting that job that it would give you everything it's given you to this day? Absolutely not. 
but it's like my so my last job obviously I was there for a very long time also but mm-hmm. it was also toxic toxic relationship toxic job mm-hmm. it was very toxic so leaving that place was a huge step for me and then you joined this new job and then you found a best friend mm-hmm. which my is my soulmate she's definitely my soulmate she, it's adorable <laughs> I just it's so cute we have the same mindset it's wild I've never met anybody like me and that is when you feel celebrated and you feel mm-hmm. seen, I feel like. Yes. And I feel like a lot of sadness and anxiety and depression is when you don't feel seen. Mm-hmm. And then it just gets worse. And so when is the first time that you really experienced mental health issues? Like, when did you know you were like, oh, I, I have anxiety or I have depression? Like, when was kind of the the click? Um. To be honest, I'm not sure when the click was, but I like to reflect back on like my past. Mm -hmm. And I tell a lot of people this story when people ask about my anxiety because I never realized that I had anxiety growing up. Me either. I just thought it was the way I had to live life. Right. Mm -hmm. So then there was this one time that my dad had picked me up. My dad used to pick me up every Wednesday and I was like five or six, not even kidding. And he shaved his face. So he picks me up. I get in the car and I was petrified. I knew it was his car. I did not think that was my dad. I thought I, I thought somebody kidnapped me. And I sat in the backseat quiet, silent for like a half an hour until we got to his house. And I was like, oh shit, this is my dad. And um, I look back on that all the time and I'm like, wow, I was so anxious as a child that I never knew it. Now, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I will say mine started like with fear of abandonment uh, because I feel like I would wait for my dad to come pick me up and then he wouldn't show up. <laughs> And I'm like, well, fuck. Okay, cool. So there's that. Awesome. (laughs) I love this for me. Uh, (laughs) It's it's true. Like, it goes way, way back. Way back. And then you go out and you live this life where people don't expect you to have anxiety or don't expect you Mm -hmm. to be depressed. Like, I was just um, lovingly scrolled through your TikTok for about three hours this morning. And (laughs) um, I was seeing how you said the hardest thing is to get out of bed. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that still true? Yes. Every day. Why do you... Why, now, is it because you are depressed or is it because you... Because let's see. If you were looking on the outside in, mm-hmm. you would be like, oh my gosh, she lives a great life. She lives a vibrant life. There's so many things happening. And yeah. and it's like, but no, there are so many battles in our own minds that are so hard to win. And even when you put on this thick exterior and you tell all the internet trolls to go fuck off, which I think is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's or, all you can do. Or when you just like get out there and you get after it, it can make people so uncomfortable. And I think that they don't understand that inside, the battle inside your head is way worse than what everyone else is putting out there. Absolutely. It's way worse. So much. And so, I mean, I'm sure your bed is comfortable, but and that's not why you want to get out. But <laughs> I will say getting out of bed and facing the world, a world that is so uncertain and unknown and scary is a is a hard thing to do. So when so how do you get out of bed? So if so, let's say somebody's struggling and they can't get out of bed. What what do you, how do you rally? Rise and rally. I'm not even gonna lie, I I don't even have a pep talk for myself. I <laughs> There's some days that I know I have to do it. Yeah. So I just do it. And then there's other days where I will just stay there. Like yesterday, for example, I stayed in bed all day. I love that. Today, I got out of bed because I had to come here. But it's obligation and I have to give myself obligation to get myself out of bed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But once in a while, it is okay to just sulk. I agree. I think you have to listen to what you need. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think this year I came out as an, an introvert, which shocked a lot of people. And my family's like, we'll stay, we'll stay. I'm like, no. 
I hate people. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> um, and it's just so great to be like, I'm going to go home by myself and do absolutely yes. nothing. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't get me wrong. I'm still hustling my face off in a way that nobody yes. will ever know. And mm-hmm. when did you realize that you had like the hustle gene inside of you? Did you want it to be activated or did it need to be activated? <clears throat> it needed to be activated. It needed to be activated. I have okay. a severe shopping addiction. <laughs> You do. I'm not even kidding. I'm undiagnosed by a professional, but it's. I cry about it sometimes, like because I know it's it's an it's not even that I love it. It's literally like drugs for me. Well, I mean, I've the been ex- ex- the exhilaration, the the. I can't yeah. even think of the word. Yes, I understand. I have been addicted to things that are not drugs, and um, it's hard. It's real. It's got a real ass hold on you, man. Yeah, like it's. It's nothing to fuck with, but I think that this is the reason I don't drink alcohol much or I don't do any drugs is because I know I have an addictive personality. Yes. And so I'm like, whoa, 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 be careful, tread lightly. So yep. you have a shopping, you love to shop. Mm-hmm. It's just how you express yourself. It is. It's how I deal with everything. And has it ever <laughs> been proven effective? Um, no, just gives me more anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, when it comes to, so you needed to activate hustle mode. It was something that you needed to do. Mm -hmm. And did you ever think to, if you were looking back three, four years ago, that you would be able to financially support yourself and your son and whatever else you do? No, I never thought I'd be here. Honestly. How amazing does that feel? Fantastic. I thought I was going to live with my mom forever. And the fact that you got you. Yeah. Also, um, single girl celebration here as well. This was the first year that I also put up my own Christmas tree. I never had to, I never did it before. I always had like a little baby one. And this year I was like, no, fuck it. I'm going to put up my own Christmas tree. And it was just such an interesting thing because I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's do this (laughs) thing. And it's just a very big stepping stone when you realize that the holidays are now in your hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you control so much of your reality, which I don't think people understand. Not at all. How much when you realize that this is your life and you get to shape it to be whatever the fuck you want, the possibilities are limitless. Mm -hmm. And so going back to your mental health and kind of your anxiety and depression. What made you start talking about it on the internet? That's a great question. I feel like just to kind of put it out there because I've always been, or at least I felt like I've always been one of those people who like, I didn't really have a lot of friends. I didn't connect well with a lot of people. So I feel like people just don't get it. Agreed. There's so much social anxiety behind anxiety that people don't realize. And Find people me on think, the wall. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> people think that it's not a big deal, but it really is. Well, so. actually, fun fact, I talked to you because we were both next to the wall. This, yes, this we all were. Makes, this all makes sense. Yes. It all makes <laughs> sense. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. There, are, And I feel like when I was deep in anxiety land, I always felt like I was the only one going through it. And I knew that mm-hmm. I was not the only one going through it. And so for me, that's why I get on the internet because... I know that I can help so many people. Right. And if I help someone not feel so alone, then I'm winning. And I think that you do mental health on the internet in a way that is so fun and entertaining, but still real that I'm like, and it just shows you that there are spaces for every single human on the internet. Absolutely. 
why I, it just blows my mind how people think that you have to be this or you have to be that. And that's another thing I love that you do. You merge everything so well into you <laughs> being the brand. And that is hard to do. It's hard to be a mental health advocate and showing how you literally have to peel yourself out of bed or you actually have to get yourself out of a depressive episode. Like that's hard. And then you couple it with a way that you show up for yourself every day, which is fitness. And then you show up how you make fucking money. Like this is great. And it's so hard. And so many people have such a hard time putting all of those together that oftentimes they just fail. Yep. So why do you not quit? Like when somebody gives you <clears throat> shit, why do you keep going? Because I don't care. You about don't care. other. I don't care about people's <sighs> opinions. Oh my gosh. How do you grow such thick skin? <laughs> no idea. Honestly, I like to think that it's my like past trauma. Yeah. Kind of just, you know, I just, I have to not care because what is caring going to do for me? That is about very... somebody's negative opinion. Right. That literally impacts your life negative 2%. I'm already down here. I don't need to be lower. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. what's the point? That is very true. And I think, too, when you just think about the people on the internet, they're probably not the best people. No. You know what I mean? Like, they're... they are living, you <laughs> know, <laughs> under rocks. Like, they they have no time. And I was reading some of your TikTok comments, and I almost <laughs> fell out the fucking chair. I was like, oh, my God. People on TikTok are evil. They're awful. So how, <laughs> I mean, you really do have a lot of followers on TikTok. This like blows my face off and uh, crazy. And so when you get all of those comments, like does it A, provide you more traction for other things you do? It does. And that's why you don't care. You're yeah. like Rich Piana. I don't know if you love Rich, no, Rich Piana is. I love Rich Piana. That's why love came out of my mouth. But he is now dead. Poor guy. Um, he owned 5% Nutrition. Uh, he was this big motherfucker and everyone hated him. Really? And he was like, listen, you people keep talking. You are paying my bills. Yes. And exactly. so I feel like you and Rich Piana could get along on that one. Um, but I think it's so funny, like the two types of people, because my therapist the other day was like, Megan, I just want you to know there are mean people on the internet and they might comment bad things. Are you okay? I was like, Tammy, I'm fine. I was like, I know that there are trolls on the internet. Um, and so I just love how you handle them so well. And so when you ever kind of stepped into the social media, because honestly, I've only ever seen you on Instagram, so I've never ventured to the talk. Yeah. Um, I did scroll your OnlyFans, but I can only <laughs> see so much. So because yeah. I'm not, not a paid member. Um, but at the end of the day, I've only ever seen people love on you. Yeah. And so it was so weird to go to this alternate universe of TikTok. Yeah. And so... It's so much hate on TikTok. It's and, that, but it's the app. Did you get banned? Oh, I did get banned. I got banned from TikTok Live. For how long? <laughs> Until July. <gasps> yeah. What were you doing? I didn't do anything. It's not even my fault. I appealed it. We'll see how that goes. But um, on New Year's Eve, I did a New Year's Eve Live. Oh. Um, and I had a drunk person that was next to me who was with us. And he was talking nonsense, saying bad words. Oh, so they banned and me the for talk it. didn't like that. No, I know. Wow. I was not happy today when I tried to go on live. No, <laughs> I, I jumped on your I'm Instagram like, what live the heck? and you were like, this is boring. Goodbye. That's the only part <laughs> I caught. And I was like, 
Well, thumbs up Instagram. I mean, yes. it's just because I, again, that's a community of people who love on you. Whereas yeah. TikTok, they keep it interesting. Well, it's, they want to know it's the like juicy all, details. It's just all the people that you know jumping on your lives on Instagram. Right. So it's like, and nobody says anything. They're just there to watch. Yeah, I am definitely there yeah. to watch always <laughs> and like throw some hearts in. Yeah. But no, I don't say anything. I'm like, nope. Yeah, that's true. We're just there for the show. <laughs> it, like, this is a live streaming TV show. Yeah. We, we are not actually here. Keep going. So... When it comes to making money and you did make an OnlyFans, I am so here for this topic. I think that women's bodies should be celebrated in every single way possible. Absolutely. And I think that in this day and age, there should be no, no judgment passed around how women make money. Because this is the first time where we are actually allowed and able and available with the resources to fucking rake it in. Yes. So why... Why are so many people shutting it down? So when did you decide that you were like, this is the life for me? Like, I'm going to do OnlyFans. Honestly, I started so naive. I'm not even going to lie. Well, I would too, I think. (laughs) I would be like, and this is me. Am I lingerie? (laughs) Thank you. I saw all the girls on TikTok saying, oh, they're making $60,000 in a month on OnlyFans Mm -hmm. wearing just bikinis. And I'm like, I can wear just bikini. I can wear just my lingerie, like make it a little sexier. Why not? Yeah, you don't, it just... It doesn't work. There's like that. so much more to it that people don't realize. Well, I used to work for this girl and she is like the top 0.02% of creators mm-hmm. on, on OnlyFans and she's smashing it. And I mean, why not? She's also a single lady living her best life with her three dogs in Florida. And she just like has all these wonderful photos up on there. And also too, like the part on, I think on OnlyFans where you make the most money is when people are like, send me a photo of your face and I'll send you $200. Yes. PPVs. That's what they call oh, pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. Yep. Okay. That's P-P-V. where you make the most money. Right. It's not people like- ask for weird shit and it's like, okay. Yeah. Simple too. I mean, the feet one. So I know every, I know you don't <laughs> probably don't do feet, but I know people talk about feet all the time. They're like pictures of green nail polish. And then yes. all you have to do is put up green nail polish and send them a picture. And it's like money in your pocket. Yeah. I also know some other girl who did it. And she was like, they wanted literally a selfie of me for $200. And I was like, that's phenomenal. Wow. This is a life, you know, like it's, it's definitely a tempting life. Like I think about it often yeah. and, and then I try to dive in and then I'm like, I'm a weenie. I cannot do this. I am. Nope. nope. <laughs> uh, and I'm telling you though, if I didn't have like such a long game to be like, so out, like out into the fucking world, I, I, I would have done it a long time ago. Yeah. Like I truly and honestly am so fascinated by it. And I think that there's nothing wrong with it. And I think that there just needs to be so much shame removed around it because there are people sitting behind a desk making $30,000 a year and you can make only that you can make $30,000 just doing OnlyFans plus your real job. Exactly. Like it it just, if you are like cool with it and you're, it's in your wheelhouse and that's that's the thing you have to be comfortable with it. You have to be comfortable with the fact that. It's being screenshot and it's being sent around. And also other people, people are, are definitely it. not just the people paying for it. Right. I thought you could have a screenshot. Oh, you can. I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive you can. Oh. I've had a few people reach out to me saying, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. But goodness. it is what it is. It is. I, I'm the, the one who put it out there. Okay, so, so I really want, I want to bring this back to just doing business online. So I work for a tech company on the internet and everyone's like, well, what, how are people not going to share my stuff? I'm like, they will. It's the internet. You cannot exactly. guarantee that somebody won't take a picture or screen record their screen. Yes. And they will get it. And so it's literally the same thing with the internet. Everyone can get everything and a screenshots never die. 
Exactly. And you know what? Like you just said, they can't screenshot. Even if you can't screenshot, you got somebody else's phone. That's right. You know what I mean? Like there's always a way. That's called the Snapchat screenshot. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't have Snapchat, but I think that's how they do it. Because sometimes they get photos of a phone and a phone. And I'm like, oh, something good must have happened here that I actually got to send to me like this. So when did you realize that OnlyFans was something you could make money on? Because I think that there are people like Instagram and like TikTok that people can go on it and they don't pop off. Like, Mm -hmm. when did you realize that this was something that you could pop off on? No pun intended. Oh, God, that was so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, that was great. Oh, my goodness. Well... Um, (laughs) honestly, I don't really know. I figured I'd just shoot my shot, um, instead of, I always say this, people ask me this all the time, why would you start an OnlyFans? And I say, because what is the difference between somebody paying for it or me sending it to somebody's dusty ass son? Oh, but it's very true. What's the difference? There's no difference. You think that my ex isn't sending my pictures to his friends? Right. What's the difference? Or also, amen, that's right. Claim what's yours. Also too, like... You would you could honestly post that same picture on Instagram. Yes, for free. Yes. So make money. Exactly. I agree. I'm here for it. So when did you notice that when you started, you know, making money and realizing that living your truest self was making you so incredibly happy? Did you notice a shift in any of your mental health? Did you notice it increase or decrease? Like what has your mental health journey been this past year as you've been discovering yourself more and more? Um, I think that I've honestly acknowledged a lot about myself in mm-hmm. general, um, especially like in relationships, my toxic traits, which they're not, I guess they're not toxic, but they're like mine. They're your traits. You know what I mean? Yes, I have um, And that kind of pushed me to being single and being single has, my anxiety is kind of like, you know, up and down. Ebbs and flows. Been yeah. Up lately because well, I don't, I just, I don't have, I don't feel the need to go out. But my depression, I feel like being single is very lessened. That's, it's crazy to think about Mm -hmm. how, but again, you are your own human. And I think that we try to find ourselves in other people, but at the end of the day, we need to find ourselves in ourselves. Yes. So that is, anxiety too is a beast. And I think it, I just did a whole episode with a doctor on this and it's just, a choice and it's very hard to see that it's choice when you're in the moment Mm -hmm. and if you would have told me three years ago that I had a choice to be anxious or not I would have laughed in your face (laughs) and for me it's just been acknowledging that this is this comes up I do this normally does this serve me no okay cool then I'd still do the same thing and then it's like it happens (laughs) and it comes up again and I still do the same thing and then after the fifth time I'm like this is fucking stupid yeah. Like I need to, like this, this isn't working. So let me try something else. And so when it came to you discovering who you are, what is the one thing that maybe you have learned that you were too afraid to look at before? So when you were discovering who you are, what is something that shocked you or something that you thought you'd never touch? Like what came up around that? 
Because I know when I was discovering myself and just doing a lot of like soul searching, if you will, and just kind of understanding who I am, because I never had the chance to be me. Mm -hmm. I think I was always trying to A, be someone else, have someone else like me. And then I fell into the fitness cult and then I got lost in the fitness cult and then I fell out and then I just had no idea who I was. And then I just spent two years off the grid living my best life and understanding that Sadness happens in the light. Sadness happens out of the light. And everyone is processing their own emotions wow. so individually. And for me, when I came back and I started to really identify who I was, it took me to be at my actual lowest of watching my nephew pass away to realize the strength I had. And in that strength is when I said, fuck everything else. I need to be who I want to my who I've always wanted to be mm-hmm. and I sometimes I look at pictures of myself and I'm like holy shit who is that girl yeah because so three true. years ago I would have dreamed to be me yeah but That's I never so thought true. it was a possibility so because we doubt ourselves right and we don't think that we're worth it when it comes to reshaping your life and where you want to be and who you want to be and who you want to be for your family and for your son, what were kind of the first steps you took to finding that independence and redefining what your life looked like after you already had a whole ass life that you then had to restart? Kind of like what I previously said about um, like acknowledging my own toxic traits and I'm currently honestly still working on them, but I made a vow to myself to not date anymore. I can't, I can't do it because I fall into a toxic pattern and then it takes my focus away from my kid. It takes my focus away from everything else that I need to focus on. So when you got your first apartment by yourself, what did that feel like? Um, so actually the apartment that I'm in, my mom was living with me. Oh. So when Josh went through his whole thing, which um, honestly, that was amazing to watch from the back end. I was like, holy shit. The most, the craziest thing. And the fact that he is like, he's thriving, I feel like, at this moment in time. Yes, he's doing great. What? Uh Um, And they were like, well, we're going to get our own place. We were going to look for like a house, you know. And I was like, you know what? That's kind of when I decided, let's start an OnlyFans. Let's give it a try. Yeah. Because it's hard. It's hard to live on a basic income. It is so hard. It is difficult. It's possible, but but it's it's not. And also, too, like you don't just have you to take care of. You also have your son. Yes. And it's like also after all taxes come out, you're like, where'd all my money go? And so, yes, I agree. It is very hard to live off of one income. Mm -hmm. And it's also very limiting because you need to have multiple streams of income. Because if one thing ever, God forbid, shits the bed. You're one eight hundred fucked. Yeah, and so I love that you were like, okay, I see that I have this great opportunity in front of me with great people, but I also need to make sure that me and everyone I love is good. Good, exactly. That takes a lot. That takes a lot to care about other people like that. Because That's I'm gonna tell you something. I don't. I, I don't care about other people like that. I, I know that sounds so tragic and awful. It's but, not. But I I truthfully think that it takes a very, very special person to want to help their loved ones like that in a way that is almost indescribable. It's like, you know you have to do it. You know what I mean? Like, you know that there's no other option. Yes. You're like, this is me. This is a me thing. You're like, mm-hmm. I am the one holding this down. And I think that, A, that gives you such fulfillment in your heart but also a lot of pressure on you so much pressure 
and you handle it very well. And I think one way you handle it is you, I, I love, okay, I love this version of Cynthia and it's your um, emotional inavailability. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite part because I always wish I could not be an empathetic loser who just feels every emotion for every human on planet Earth. And so I know that you said that probably stems from trauma, which I 100% probably understand and agree. When it comes to you going all in on you and changing a lot of your life, the other day you mentioned that you try not to keep alcohol in your house. And I think that that is a very big step to understanding that, okay, sure, I can, you know, go out and have fun, but I don't need it here. Mm -hmm. I think that is 100% aligned with your goals. Yeah. So when did you start aligning your life around you and your environment with the goals and where you want to go? Honestly, probably over this summer, this past summer. So fairly recent. I um, was going down a rabbit hole after um, my last relationship is when I decided done. Um, <clears throat> acknowledge everything. Fix myself. I didn't fix myself. I went down a black hole of drinking all the time. Um, constantly going out. Like it was just, it was not good. My mom was scared for my life. Like, and I kind of just recognized it and I kind of stepped back a little bit and then I'd step back a little bit more. Um, and now I kind of just smoke my pot and stay home. That's it, man. And there's, that's why like my dad came over for Christmas Eve and he's like, you have anything to drink? And I'm like, nah, man. Sorry. Can't. I did that for like a whole year. I was drinking even at home, not even doing anything for what? Yeah, I have fallen down said rabbit hole. Um, and I have fallen down the rabbit hole mainly because it was where all of my friends were. And this was a very, like, I was probably like 19. Yeah. And it, I was working at a nightclub and it was just what we all did. And mm -hmm. I definitely, they all thought I was definitely 21. And I just like fell down this rabbit hole of like drinking every night and getting so drunk every day. Mm -hmm. And then I woke up one day and I was like, well, this ain't it. Yeah. This is bad. And um, I need to stop. And it's so amazing when you realize that you are so powerful that you don't need any substance to help you be you. Exactly. And even in, you know, your, even in your anxiety land, even in the social awkward situation, because it is, it's, it's awkward. Like, I mean, I bow down to people who are social butterflies, but in groups of seven or more, oh I literally God. am like, Panic. on the wall <laughs> yeah. um like hi so great to have you the bathroom's over there yes i am the butler <laughs> for the day i, I it's just the role i feel the most comfortable in and so when you start i love that you started to align your goals and your lifestyle with where you want to go because many people say they want to achieve their goals many people say they want to do this or do that but they never actually do mm -hmm. and i love that a you have the guts and the balls to do it Thank and you. also that you are willing to do it because the willing piece is a very very hard thing it's many people hardest. will say that they could make money on tiktok using the creator fund many people say they can make money you know doing anything making music selling pictures it doesn't matter what people say they can do until they actually fucking do it mm-hmm because it's not what people say, it's what they do. And you have followed through and done such amazing things. So with your new job, what did you, were you getting into fitness before you had this job? Um, I guess it's not my, me now. My but. journey with fitness is a weird on and off thing, kind of like a relationship. Right. Um, and I kind of just 
pushed it off for the last couple of years because anxiety. Right. The only logical thing, you know? <laughs> yes, um, I do. And then I started this this job and originally I did start the job um, working in the cafe. So mm-hmm. we do like healthy food and whatever. But we're not really open. Um, we're switching up plans. So now I'm more in the fitness side, which I actually like better. Mm-hmm. It's much more where I need to be. Right. For in so flow. many aspects right. of my life. Um, so I'm kind of banking on that to branch off with that. Yeah. And when did you realize or when did you re-fall in love with the fitness piece? Because definitely working there. Because I yeah. think you are having more fun. Because I know you used to like work out before, you know, I, I like vividly like see these photos in my yeah. mind, but like you used to work out with other people and do all these things, but it was never like it was a you led situation. Yes. Feel like you were always just like there and tagging along yes um whereas this is a very you mission like you go when you don't need to go yes because you need to go if that and i sense. think that i probably would have done this a long time ago but it's having the access right I have the access to the gym at any time of the day you know what i mean i have the key that is nice so that, because go. you get to go on your clock and there's also yes. not people exactly Except this is the part with anxiety that like cracks me up. There are no people yet. We post it to social media so then everyone can everybody re-watch can it see it right over and over and <laughs> over. And it's so true that because I think that being inside and being an introvert and having anxiety, you want validation one way or another, and it's so hard to get it in real life yes. because you leave the situation and then you have the entire conversation that you wish you had. In, in your, your car head. without the person there yeah. and you're like oh well that went swimmingly <laughs> at least on the internet you can like think and put out what you yes. what you feel and what you know um whereas why i think so many people like all of big influencers really have no friends yeah that's why they became an influencer is because they really needed an outlet and in a way to attract others yeah. who think like them so you say that her name is chrissy right Yes. Okay. You say that you two think alike. What was it like feeling completely aligned with someone? Weird at first, honestly. We didn't even, we never expected to even like really be friends. She was just filling in at one point. My boss went on vacation. We went out to dinner um, and then I asked her to go out for drinks a few times and we kind of realized that we're literally like the same human just 15 years apart. I will say it's adorable. Uh, So I think that being seen and I know for me, like all of my friends are significantly older because I am like trending that way. I'm like, Mm -hmm. listen, you're a millionaire. I want to be a millionaire. Let's be friends. Like you're this. I want to be that. Let's be friends. And my entire philosophy really is just like getting closer to the sun and the sun being the person you aspire to be like. And I think that when you find people who understand you mm-hmm. and understand where you're going and understand how you're going to get there and what you need to get there, the journey becomes so much less lonely. Yes. And when, so you, true. and when you found someone who gets you and supports you for who you are, it's truly a priceless journey that you can now go on together. Mm-hmm. Because it's so much easier to have someone be like, oh, you should, you know, this looks really great. This doesn't look so great. Because sometimes we're so in the picture when we are creating for the internet that we can't see anything. No. We're just like, it all looks the same. It's all garbage. I hate it all. Or you're like, I love everything. I (laughs) want to post it all. It's one of the other. It's really one of the two. And 
having someone who does get you, I love that you have that. And I love watching that whole relationship blossom um, just from the stalker internet perspective that I have. <laughs> um, so I was watching this TikTok of you and you said that when you have a photo shoot, you really want someone to take 7 million photos um, because I will say it is very awful when they take seven yes. and your face is <laughs> fucked up in five of them. And then you have two to choose from. And now you're like, well, I was planning on posting these for the next three weeks. And now I guess I can post them for one time. Awesome. Yes. So when it comes to getting your photo taken and doing photo shoots, like where, like what is your most preferred way of taking photos like do you take them by yourself do you do videos do you like how do you because I know for me like with my selfie land I just take videos and just cut them right um honestly I'm so awkward so I don't like taking pictures out in public unless it's like I've had a few drinks Mm -hmm. um so yeah usually I take honestly most of my pictures myself yeah unless I'm out with people um but it's so awkward getting your picture taken it is so awkward because then you're like standing there like I'm like, I need a lesson on posing. What and, do I do? And then, <laughs> then everyone's walking by and I'm like, mom, snap faster. Yes. Come on. I got, come on. Make sure it's good. How do I look? Do my pants <laughs> look okay? Um, and it's just, it's a very interesting journey. But I think being on the internet is so hard and nobody understands. Not at all. Because A, your life doesn't look glamorous every single day. Like there are days where I do not really like get ready. Like I'm in Mm -hmm. literally sweat, like leggings most of my life. And so to be present quote unquote on the internet every single day and run multiple channels of the internet is a very, very hard task. And so if somebody was starting to, you know, if they wanted to start posting funny content, because I think what you post is both educational they call it edutainment but I don't really think that's a word here (laughs) but I think that what you post is both funny and you and if somebody was starting today what advice would you give them honestly just be yourself and there's so many videos that I don't post because I'm like wow and then save them to the drafts you post them anyways and then they blow up like don't don't overthink it right you can't overthink you have to just do I will say the reels that I think are going to do so awful pop off in the first minute and a half. And I'm like, yeah, I was not going to post that. Then the ones that I'm like, slam dunk, they, Nothing. S- they suck. I'm like, right? what? You people are <laughs> blind. So let your audience be your, your dictator yes. here. Um, so when you were going on this journey of finding yourself and you still are, who have been the most inspirational people for you? Like, do you follow anyone on the, on the internet who help, or is it just a very <laughs> solitudinal internal situation? That's a great question. I don't think there's like I follow people's lives on social media, but I don't think there's anybody that I like look up to and I'm like, wow, I want to aspire to be like them. Except Black really China because she makes sixty nine million dollars a month on OnlyFans. Oh my god! Yeah, except Black China. What? You know, other than that, okay, no. I aspire to be her. Yeah. That's a fact. Sixty nine million dollars a month. That is insane. It's probably more now. That was that was a definitely while ago. that was a while ago that statistic came out. Um, but wow. I will say, I think that. There are a few people I think you would like. Um, One, I think you should listen to Tony Ramiti. I think Mm -hmm. you would really like her. I think you should listen to Lip Service, um, which is Angela Yee. She is on The Breakfast Club, and she has her own spinoff of a podcast, and I really think you would love them. But I just think you doing you is so great, but I want to see you blow it up even more. I'm working on it. Like, I just can't wait. Like, I am ready. I'm really here for the, the next level of it. The 2022 goals are... 
in action. So, so when you goal set, set goals, goal set, um, what are some things that you keep in mind? Because I honestly, I haven't really set goals for 2022 yet because I still have all next week off. So I'm, I'm going to do it then. <laughs> but I think like, I, I always love to hear how people set goals. Do you do just like one large goal and you're like, this is it? Or do you do like baby goals? So um, for 2022, they're going to be fairly larger. Yeah, yeah. Um, so example, last year, um, towards the end of the year where I'm trying, still trying to like figure out what, what I'm doing mm-hmm. with myself. Yeah, same. I get um, it. Me and Chrissy had actually set our, our fitness goals, which were just like, okay, six weeks, four times a week, we'll work out, we'll go on a vacation. Six months workout four to five times a week. We have to like you fuck up, you're done. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, six months we're gonna go out of the country. Ooh. So it's like stuff like that. But for 2022, it's more. Um, we have some some business plans. Ooh, that's exciting. That we're gonna try to work on. Um, and just working on my shopping addiction. That's a huge goal for me. I really think that if you the shopping addiction is hard because you're. Very. How long have you been doing it? For your, since you had money, I feel like since you were like, you know, 17, busting your ass, you know what I mean? Like working. And I used to have a friend who used to love buying things. I hate buying things. I wish. I No, but it's (laughs) it's bad because sometimes I will literally just put off buying things for so long. And then I'm like, well, I really need to do that. And so it's like, but the shopping addiction, it's you, when you understand that you are shopping because you are hiding from something. And then you understand what it is is causing you to shop. Mm-hmm. That is when the whole unlock will happen, because you don't need anything else. There is nothing else you need. I have everything. You have everything you need, and I think that when you even a wearable blanket, even when, <laughs> and I think that when you understand that you are whole and complete, and you need nothing else, yeah. and that when you do want to shop. And you go for a walk or you do want to shop and you just eat a bowl of cereal. Or when you do want to shop and you practice handstands, whatever it is, I think that you need to celebrate yourself in a way that you've never been celebrated because you have this, it's been going on for so long. It's like deep, 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 deep. But that means that it's going to take so much longer for you to rebuild and relearn different habits. So whenever you want to buy something, celebrate and um, uh, reward yourself in a different way. Yeah. But you need to like that way of rewarding. Yes, very true. Because it doesn't work. Like there are things like if you don't like it, it's not going to work. And so there's something that I do that is deep, deep, deep. And I, every time I don't do it, I need to do something to reward myself in such a large way. And she told, she tells me I need to go buy something. So don't take that advice. Oh, okay. But I think no, that <laughs> I see what I see like what you mean by that though. Cause I'm rewarding myself yes. in a way that I never have. And it will replace that. And it will change the whole way that I view the situation of the addiction. And again, I have such an addictive personality right. that you need to make sure that what you're replacing it with is healthy. Yeah. Um, because even though like, you love to shop. It is so harmless. Like ca- caffeine, it is harmless until you're slamming six bangs a day. And then yeah. it, it's still quote unquote healthy because there's amino acids in it. <laughs> Duh. Uh, but, you know, it's just you finding what makes you happy outside of shopping yes. and celebrating yourself to a point that you probably never have. Because we are not taught to celebrate ourselves. We are taught to just shut up and go forward and, you know, bury it deep down. I, so true. I always say I wish growing up all the women in my life actually expressed the shit show that was happening. 
Because I grew up and everyone was like, this is fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. Yeah. When in reality, life was on fire. I was like, if you actually expressed to me that you just needed a minute to take some deep breaths because your life was a shit show, I would then have a better understanding and not feel like I need to be a superwoman. Right. So I think that the the vision that you're putting out there has to be altered because you are this this tree and you've been fueling your tree with miracle grow but we need to go back to all natural you know mm-hmm. you gotta feel it with things that are good but i love i think that there are two types of people on instagram people that pop off the feed and people that don't and I think you definitely pop off the feed. So whatever goals you have in 2022, you, you're going to crush them. I also know a lot of fitness people. So if you need anything, let me know. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that if you are someone who doesn't celebrate enough, who wants to learn how to get creative with how you make money, or if you battle with any mental health issue, just know that you are not alone. And I hope that today you are able to feel a little bit less alone. Thank you so much, Cynthia, for being here. And I cannot wait to see what 2022 has in store. Thank you for having me. Of course. But for now, Cynthia and Megan, out.